0: As the songs we've sung have suggested and reminded us of the greatness of God, the task that has been given to us, the desire that we need to have to do the things that would be pleasing in the eyes of God. We read about the beginning of the church in Jerusalem, we read about how they had to fellowship with one another. The desire to share the gospel as they came in contact with, reminding themselves of who they were, where they had come from, and what it is that God had done for them. Because of his love for us, our desire is then to want to share that good news with those that we come in contact with. And sometimes we wonder at different ways that that may be done and how we can have a part in it, and it can be done in a wide variety of different ways, and we will consider those from week to week. of things that we can do to encourage one another to be about the business that God has given to us, one is to become his child, two is to be faithful to his word, and three is to share that good news with those with whom we then come in contact with. It has been mentioned that we are having Country Day on the Hill this coming Saturday. I'd like to encourage as many as possible to have a part in that. For those who have not been, you are not able to park around this building. This is going to be for the handicap, and so you have to park either over at the Broad Street uh, property or a little farther away and get some exercise and walk up here. Uh, but those are options that are there. If you're not able to come, you know that we're going to be out there a Saturday morning and you can uplift those that'll be there in your prayers to God that again, the seed can be sown. And that's what it's about, sowing the seed of the kingdom, brother, and making his will known along the way. We'll look in a moment about some other ways, but we are fortunate in our day and age to have access to the internet as a means for spreading the gospel, as a means for teaching the gospel for those that want to hear it, be it in this country or be it in places around the world. There are various websites that are involved in that, and many of those have counters on them, and it's interesting to read or to look at the counter to see in a month's time, how many thousands of people have visited that particular website to look for information and then to see a map of the world and to see how many places in the world during that month's time that individuals have visited a particular website. That's not even leaving home. (laughs) That's just simply using a tool that has been given to us as a means for spreading the gospel. is a tool given as a means for us to teach the gospel to those that, come in, that we come in contact with. We looked last week a little bit at the, some of the challenges that we face in striving to do evangelism. One is finding prospects for a study. And again, various ways that that can be done, and we'll look at some of those as time unfolds. They're out there. We mentioned last week there's 7.7 billion souls on the face of this earth. I promise you, you can come in contact with somebody, somebody that needs to hear, somebody that wants to learn. You may not come in contact with them physically, but you can come in contact with them in a variety of other ways along the way. Setting up the study. Again, that can be done in a wide variety of different ways. Again, the Internet is there. We offer that on our website as well. They can go on there and they can enroll in a correspondence course and can study the Bible. They can be taught, they can ask questions, and we can be involved in that along the way using the right material. Human beings have always devised material. It's always been available. Some are more effective than others. Some are more effective at one time than they are at other time. It depends on a lot of times on people and individuals. You mentioned a lot of the material that we've used down through the years in the Brotherhood that has become seemingly outdated as we ter- use the term. They have been shipped abroad, and there are countries that are receiving that information and in those materials and are using them, again, very effectively in the spreading of the news, of the gospel of Jesus Christ to those that are in need. Sometimes we worry about answering questions that may be asked. I tell individuals, don't worry about it. You're going to be asked questions you do not have the answer to. Just go, be rest assured, that's going to happen. It's okay. Gives you an opportunity, gives them an opportunity to study some more, to find out what that answer may be and how we can effectively answer it so that they can have an understanding of what it is that God would have them to do and how he wants them to do that. And then to ask for a decision. If you hear the word, if you believe that it is the truth, and you have an understanding that without Christ we're lost in sin, doomed for hell, and we've heard that there is good news through Jesus Christ, and to ask for that decision. What are you going to do with the gospel of Jesus Christ? Again, one way is through correspondence courses that eliminate some of these challenges. A number of ways that that can be done and using what's available to us. Sometimes the newspaper is there, but sometimes it's not effective as it may have been at one time. We sometimes advertise there, but again, the internet is a good tool that we have for correspondence courses. It's interesting again that many of those that we have paper copies of that are no longer effective in one sense are still being offered on the internet as doing it on the internet. So there are places you can go and you can go on our webpage and you can find some of those courses listed there. They're very good, very effective. You can enroll in that. There's a World English Institute and a World Bible School that offer opportunities uh, for you as an individual to do correspondence work in your home to answer the questions at your convenience. And to, you have the choice. Uh, you can target a particular country or a section of, uh, of the United States or whatever it may be as for those that you would be interested in and they will feed you those contacts as they come in. It is amazing to read how many hundreds of thousands of people will visit a particular website around the world looking for information on what is it that God would have them to do. And many of them need to have somebody to guide them as they go through the various courses. Some are easier, some are harder, but they're there and they're available. And you do not even have to leave the home. You can do it from the house. But it's that thought that we have a world that is lost in sin. We have a world that has no desire we, as we view it, of wanting to learn what, the, what God would have them to do. But then we have the indications that that is not absolutely in the totality of it. There are always thousands or millions of individuals who are wanting to know what it is that God would have them to do in order to be found pleasing in his sight and to have that opportunity to learn the gospel. The thing with the correspondence course, once they answer in the positive, you set up the contact than it is to follow through. And yes, there are those who will start and who will not finish. But there are those who will start and finish and look for a few uh, more advanced courses and that's always available. But it's just that fact, they're making that contact. We oftentimes think face to face. But even as we read the scriptures later on in Acts, we will find that the church in Antioch would send forth Paul and Barnabas to go forth, and Paul and Silas later also to go forth and spread the word and they would help support that work. A lot of things can be done. Again, we, through the various means that we have available to us here at the downtown congregation, are reaching out into the world. You can pray for that effort, pray that contacts will reach out to us, desire to want to learn and want to study what it is that God would have them to do in order to become a child of God. And again, you do not have to be a mature Christian to do that. You can be a babe in Christ and do that and learn as you go along the way. Take the course yourself. See what's involved in it. See how you might answer some of those questions or be able to answer questions that somebody else may have. Have somebody share or study with you in that effort online or in person along the way. It's however it can be done. There's not one way specified in the scriptures of how evangelism is to be done, and that is the only way that it can be done. It's done in a variety of different ways. By the life you live, the way that you conduct yourself, the words that you express, the attitudes that you have to those that you come in contact with on a daily basis. It's always been interesting. I've heard several talk about it along the way. That as they talk to individuals at work and hear some of the, the, the thoughts that are being expressed, and find out later on that both are members of the Lord's church. But it's because of conversation, it's because of the words that you choose to express, it's because of the thoughts that you want to share, as opposed to maybe what some others that we have along the way. We can also use the direct mail. We've used it here from time to time, house to house. It is a way of, again, targeting a particular area of the community and sending out brochures there. Oftentimes, sad to say, our response is, well, it's not effective. It's too expensive. Nobody's responding to it. We might as well quit and try something else. We're about to not trying something else. The thought has often been expressed. What price What price do you put on the soul? What price do you put on the soul? Well, we've tried it for years, and we haven't got any results out of that. What price do you put on the soul? And how do you know that you have not received or that it has not been effective as it's gone forth. Those who have received the brochures in house to house, for example, have it in their home. They may read it. They may not read it. But those who do read it, then are having an exposure to the gospel. That is going to have its effect. It may be positive. It may be negative. But it will have its effect. And sometimes it takes a while for the seed to germinate and begin to grow. And it's hard. We've used various means down through the years. And at times we've always made those changes along the way when it seems like, well, it's not being effective any longer. We might as well not do that. We like to walk by sight rather than by faith. Ours is to walk by faith. That comes by hearing. In hearing by the word of God, ours comes by spreading the gospel, the good news, into the lives or into in the lives of those that we come in contact in the world, and to believe that the power is in the gospel. Excuse me, Paul said in Romans one sixteen that he was not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it was the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first, and also to the Gentile. The power is in the gospel. And once one reads it, then it's there. And they can not respond to it. But then it's not as we've sung in the psalm: you've never mentioned him to me. They've heard. And that's what we're looking for, is the the scattering of the seed and waiting for it to to bear forth. We want to see the results. But oftentimes, again, that all takes time. We're reaping what others have sown, and we're sowing where others will reap. For us, that's the hard part, is it not? To sow the seed now and to allow someone else later on to reap the harvest. We're not doing the work alone. We do the work together as the body of Christ collectively as an individual congregation and as the body of Christ around the world. And ours is to understand, we do what we can do, but we have a trust in God that he can bring about the results that will be pleasing in his sight. We use various means around, we use television it's sad that we do allow finances to enter into it. Some of you may know, some of you may not know, that Truth and Love television series, uh, with Robert Dotson as a, the, pre- the the speaker on it, is no longer on the air. Reason? Finances. Brown Trail, as uh, congregation, has gotten smaller. And they had to choose between the Brown Trail School of Preaching and... Uh, Truth and Love TV series, and they had to let the TV series go off the air. I believe another program has taken that over, um, The Gospel of Christ. Uh, they made a change, I think, on the program to pass it on to another congregation to take it up. But simply saying, it's a means, it's a tool. God has given us multiple tools to use. And we have the choices along the way to choose one over another, to choose one for a while and then to choose another. But ours is to be mindful of the task that has been given. We read a little later over in Acts chapter 8, when there was a great persecution that arose against the church, that the disciples were scattered abroad, and that they went everywhere preaching the word then they had to learn the truth of what they really needed to be doing. They went everywhere preaching the truth. Then we read a little bit later on in Acts that they were preaching to the Jews only. And had to be reminded the gospel is for whom? The gospel is for all. And then as they had that opportunity, that they would go on and be able to share that good news with those Again, we can use it in the local community. We have, we are. We have material available for us. We can pick it up and use it, leave it in various places. Uh, we find it in, in, a, in a wide variety of different places. I've sometimes, <clears throat> a couple of months, I've, uh, when we've gone to uh, Kroger to buy some groceries, we've gone in and we've come back out and there've been uh, brochures put on the windshields of the cars in the parking lot from the from the lords church I'm not sure which one because I there's never one on my car so I don't know why I mean I go in there there's no none on any cars I come out and there are on all the cars around me but there's not one on my car so I'm not sure which one is passing them out and I don't feel I ought to go take one off somebody else's windshield <laughs> to see to see who's putting them out. But simply saying, we have a wide variety. We've knocked doors, we've done a wide variety of different things and reaching out. And again, it's hard to continue to walk by faith and not by sight. It's hard to put the trust in God, but that's where we need to put it. It's in God. God will give the increase. It's in time frame. We have to trust him. Ours is to say, well, I've tried it, and it's not effective. Well, let's just quit, and let's not do anything. We keep doing what we can do. We keep sowing the seed. We keep watering on the seed that we encounter. And then we've used, uh, you know, again, uh, a wide variety of different materials, and we need to continue to use those. But opportunities are presented to us periodically, as we do with uh, Country Day on the Hill. It's not intrusive, not intimidating. Simply standing on the corner, and as people come to country day on the hill, just to hand them a, a packet of material, and to and just a brief encounter, and never know the end result out of that. Uh, we reach a lot of people that way, and autumn may not read it. a lot of, them, a lot of them may read it and not respond to it. A lot of them may read it and they may set a thought off in their mind that they might want to follow up on a later way, along the way. There are various correspondence courses that are used. One is called Jesus the Way. And one thing different about that particular correspondence course is that in the first lesson they bring out the the Gospel Plan of Salvation Some of them go through a series of lessons, or lessons before they get to the plan. This one will bring it out very early. The advantage to that is, if they read it, they've already heard the gospel, you've done your job. You're to go into all the world and to preach the gospel. You're to share the gospel. If they hand it out, if you hand it out and they read it, or if you contact them and they read it, you've done your job. We want to be the beneficiaries. We like to be the one who like to read what has been sought. We'd like to see the one who obeyed the gospel and is baptized, raised to walk to the new life and become that child of God and to serve him along the way. So you can do it yourself. We can do it as congregations. There is something still called the U.S. Post Office. It's getting worse, not cheap any longer, or whatever it has been. Uh, I've got a mail package that uh, well, Brother Bill White gave me a book in it, and it was mailed to him. Oh, back in the thirties, I think it was. It got about a three cent stamp on it. Uh, those days are long, uh, but you can mail out yourself invitations for a Bible correspondence course. You can. Select a neighborhood, however you want to choose it, Um, mail it to friends, anything that we can do to spread the gospel while there is time to do such. Again, we're planning things with the congregation. Again, if you have not, take the time to go on our website. Take the time to look at the material that we have available. And as you learn the material that we have available, then that gives you an opportunity to encourage others to go on the site for those particular materials. doesn't matter what it is, the lessons are on there. Uh, again, various Bible correspondence courses are made available on our website. Browse through it, see what we're offering. See what we're offering to individuals who would come to visit. It's a it's a tool, but it can be a very effective tool, and it has a good appearance. Uh, you go to other websites and see what they have available. It's amazing what's out there. What people can have act, that have access to. Oftentimes they simply do not know where to go. And one is to you do some legwork. You look at our website enough to encourage others to look at it as well. Look at some other websites. See what they're using. Might encourage somebody in that neighborhood where they live to use that person's website as well to see what they have available. Ours is the task of going into the world and spreading the word that Jesus saves through the gospel. However that may be done, that's our task. We need to understand what our task is. We need to understand whose work we're engaged in. We're not engaged in the work of the downtown congregation. We're engaged in the Lord's work. We're engaged in the Lord's work, striving to do His will, reminding us of the joy that we have received in finding that good news to share with someone else that good news of understanding that in the life that they've lived and the consequences, the decisions that they've made, that they can find a way to have that removed. We live in a world that are filled with individuals who have done things, are doing things, that they have deep regret over and do not know which way to go to find any relief. The conversations we have the information we have, what we talk to others about, where we refer people to, the mentioning of them in our prayers, the scattering of the seed, recognizing that value, the value of that one soul. Because at some time, at some time in your life, for those who are children of God, at some time in your life, you were that one soul that needed salvation. And at some time in your life, there were countless individuals involved in making that possible for you to hear that gospel. It does not matter if you were, as the term is used, raised in the church you're raised in a Christian home. And sometimes I hear somebody say, Well, I've been a member of the church ever since I was born. I said, No, you have. <laughs> Maybe the second birth, but not the first birth. But there's souls. How many souls are involved? You just, again, I just mentioned from time to time how many souls are involved just for this audience this morning? how many souls were involved in making it possible for you to become a child of God and for you to be here this morning and how many souls are involved and will be involved in making that possible for another soul out there that they will have that opportunity because you cared because you prayed because you shared And you were set about to do the Master's will. The Master's will is love for all of humanity. The Master's will is that he sent his son to give his life for our sins in order that we might have that hope of eternal life. The Master's will is that we might learn, that we might believe that Jesus is that Christ, that we are willing to repent of our sins that separate us from God, confess Him as the Savior, obey Him in baptism for the remission or the forgiveness of sins, in order that we may be raised to walk that new life, and then as a child of God, to pass it on, to share that with somebody else, so that they also, either directly or indirectly, because of you, will have that opportunity to hear, to believe, To confess, to be baptized, and for them to become a child of God. Do not, do not become weary in well doing. Do not become discouraged with what we perceive with the physical eye. Be encouraged, be challenged by what we see with the spiritual eye. Let's do what pleases God. If your life is not pleasing to him this morning, it may be that you need to become a child of God. If you know what you need to do to become a Christian, if we can assist you in that, we bid you to come. Whereas as a child of God, if you let the world begin to sneak back in, if you let the world begin to dominate your life, repent of that, return back to the Father. He waits. If we can assist you. We can help you in any way, making your life right with God then indeed we bid you to come as together we stand and sing.